What's up, man? How you doing? I'm driving to work. <laughs> Me too. Happy Tuesday. Anchor Podcast. Yeah, Anchor Podcast. Welcome, folks. You're on the phone. Actually, you're listening to Bennett and I on the phone for our uh, morning commute to work on, uh, yeah, on Change of POV. So this is, uh, we've done a few of these now, and we're trying to find uh, ways to do more of them. But so I wanted to get on here real quick, Bennett. And you, yesterday you had shared with me uh, an episode, one of the latest episodes on James Altucher's podcast, episode 347 with uh, with Jen, God, what's her I don't remember. Jen something. Anyway, she's the author of You're a Badass. Actually, she's got a couple of books. Um, yep. The first one is You're a Badass, and the other one is You're a Badass Making Money or something like that. But, um, yeah, so I'm about... I'm about 90% through with that episode and want to just kind of talk to you about it a little bit. Um, do you think it's that? I mean, so give me a quick rundown of kind of what her what her story is just based off of uh, that podcast there. Well, basically, from what I understand, and, and I've done a little bit more reading about her, and, and you know, she, she decided in her 40s, right? I See, I've seen this a lot lately. There's a, there's like a trend here. Mm-hmm. With uh, it started with a Gary V episode or Gary V something or other, and basically, you know, it's about playing the long game, yeah, and knowing that even if you're 40, 50, 60, that life's not over. I mean, even I mean, nowadays at 40, you still have you know, in essence, the average is almost 40 years more to live, you're only halfway through your life, right? Yeah. And those could be the best day, those best years of your life, and they should be, mm-hmm. right? So, in turn, she was finally like, "I've only got one life to live. I'm 40 years old, living in a re- refurbished garage, like a, you know, like a remodeled garage, and I make thirty thousand dollars a year. Fuck this! I want to be rich. Yeah, right. And so she- and it's okay that I want to be rich. It's not some you know, uh, thing, you know, this isn't, so she talks about manifesting and, and this and that and the other thing, but when people hear manifesting, they immediately like discount it as in like hogwash and witchcraft, right? Mm-hmm. Because they, they don't look at manifesting for what it is. And basically it's just decision-making. Like you decide that this is what you want to do and you won't take no for an answer and you just do it. And then you do everything to get from point A to point B and then from point B to point C and you just do the right shit, right? Yeah. doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes, but a lot of people are like, oh, I can't do that. Or um, it, it's about basically positive mindset and how if you tell yourself in a positive mindset and you do the actions, this shit will happen. And here's so, and here's the thing that, about that's what it is. Here's the thing she's about she's coached. She's coached hundreds, yeah, if not thousands of people right. through this, yeah. right? She doesn't do that anymore. Now she just writes. But um, you know, she had a very successful coaching business and is the product of very successful coaches um, and mentors helping her through this process, right? right? Right. Now so, you and you I and guess, I, are, I guess that's what it comes down to. Yeah, you and I are are uh, not not vastly different, but we are we are different when it comes to the 
the the the world of woo woo shit, right? Like you're, you're fun, <laughs> and I and and it's not that it's not that it's not that I discount it necessarily. It's that you're much further along in in that journey than I am, right? Uh, right. right. Like, like if, like if the, uh, and, and I, I don't know any better way to say this. So I'll just say it in my, the way my mind thinks about it. If woo woo was a journey, you're, you're like miles ahead of me in the, in the journey than I am. I just, I just begun this whole woo woo journey. Right. But, but I think the one thing that struck me as the one that really kind of, um, connected with me hit home with me is, and she and, and it's so true, right? It's it's not about like like for me, I think where I struggle with woo woo is the evidence behind it. Like where's the evidence, right? And so I think one part that she said in the uh, interview with James is she said that um, that as human beings, we are constantly looking for ways to prove that we're correct or, or validate, right? We as humans, right? Unlike any yes. other organization or organism or 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 a creature on the earth, human beings are in a constant state of validation. We're always validating our ideas and our thoughts and our beliefs, right? Every step of the way we're validating. Whether we realize right. it or not, a lot of that validation is subconscious, right? And so, it, and, and, and this is where I really started to, to kind of perk my ears up and pay attention is she says that, you know, if, if all you keep saying to yourself is, no, I can't afford that, no, I can't afford that, no, I can't afford that, then subconsciously, maybe 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 consciously, but in most cases subconsciously, your your mind and your body is looking for ways to validate that belief, that belief of I can't afford that, and then you, you, right. then your mind goes through, and here's the reasons why: because I have this bill, and I've got that bill, and this is more important, and here's the priority, and then and then, and next thing you know, you've just come up with 16 reasons to validate that thought or that you know, even those verbal words that you just spoke of: I can't afford that. As opposed to changing your mind and changing that, that making the decision to decide uh, of um, I can't afford that. Okay, now how? Now your mind shifts into a okay. How can I? What What are things that I now can do to validate that statement and make it true? Right. I think that's right for me. That's where where it is. I think people take it in too big a uh, chunk. You know, like eating an elephant, right? Yeah. So I think that people look and go, uh, instead of like choosing one thing and being like, all right, th- here's my goal. Because cause that's, that's what it is, is people hear the woo-woo-y language. The problem is, is that I, I guess you could translate it, but it doesn't resonate. Like with me, it doesn't resonate the same. Um, you know, I... It really is about your self-belief and believing that you can uh-huh. and and doing it. You know, I, I, at the end of the day, we'll sit there and talk ourselves out of doing things because of the pressure. Right? But then we'll look back and go, why the fuck didn't right. I do that? And, I mean, even James. James is more like, you know, the analytical uh-huh. mind. You know, James is like, what do you mean manifest? <laughs> yeah, right. right? Yeah. It's, and, and, and all that really means is just making it real. That's all that really means. Um, so you have to make it real. Like there's, it, it, we, 
in this society do when it comes to money? Because that's what they were talking about. When it comes to money, we do have a um, perverted uh, view of right. money. Um, and rich people are evil. And that's not true right. at all. Um, <clears throat> most of the, well, they're the they're about the only people that are really capable of truly giving mm. on the planet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like giving with purpose. Now, everyone can do that, obviously, mm-hmm. right? But... If if you keep thinking that money is evil, money's fucking right. evil. Right. I mean, it's really yeah. that simple. If the guy that you work with is an asshole, it, this works with anything, man. I mean, I just choose not to really view people as as assholes. I mean, if they're assholes, yeah, they're right. assholes. Yeah. Right? But at their core, are they really right. an asshole? Maybe. But if you view them differently, trust me that this shit works. I can't, I'm not some expert. I can implement it in my life um, to a certain extent and I work hard at it. Um, But I'm telling you doing this type of thing and this type of mindset over the last about four to five Mm -hmm. years has opened shit tons of doors for me. And that's the other thing, folks. This shit takes time. It doesn't happen. One day you decide, boom. Yeah. You know? Uh, it, it doesn't just happen because you actually still have to do the work. The problem is people don't, people want to be rich or people want to be millionaires, but they don't want to do the fucking yeah, everybody work. Wants, to everybody wants to be a lion until it's time to do lion shit, right? Right, until it's time to do lion shit. How many times do I say that? <laughs> I used to say that shit with Marines, yep. too. Everybody wants to be recon until it's time to do recon shit. Everybody wants to be SF until it's time to do SF shit. Because that shit's hard. hard. It's hard as fuck. So, I don't know, man. It comes down to you got to pick your battles. Take the bites that you want at the time that you can. and But keep moving forward. She talks about... And if it takes you... You talked about money as a form of energy. What is your take on that? Yeah, it is. And it really is. I mean, let's be honest. All right. So take it in in the semblance of work. If you, I explained this to my wife the other night. If you approach life, either way, if you go back to Cro-Magnon days or back to like, you know, Iraq, 15,000 years ago where they say the breadbasket of civilization mm-hmm. happened, yeah. right? When you, to live, you have to work. Right. Because you had to grow your own food. You had to hunt your own food. You had to do all that shit, right? On your own. That was your job. Your job was fucking living. hmm Right? Now, it's, that's kind of turned on its head just a tad. You still have to live to work or work to live, but it's your choice whether you live to right. work. Um, because there's so many things that you can do to make money, yeah. right? So now you don't have to grow your own food. You can you can buy it from someone else. But to get the money to do that, you have to put out energy, yeah. right? You have to put out your own work for someone else to pay you, and then in turn. So it's it's the... 
it's an exchange. It's an exchange of energy. I guess you could look at it as yeah. energy. Um, it's, I mean, everything's energy. Right. But that there's a transaction there of energy. It, I mean, dude, why is it then? Like, having sex, that's a transference of energy with another yeah. person. Right. Right? I mean, will anybody really deny that? There's... There's an, an energy, a connection. There's a transference of energy between two people having sex. Yeah. Right? Now, why is it then when you go on a shopping spree, the same uh, neurons like and endorphins, the same right? endorphins and hormones are released when you spend money as when you have sex? Right. Yeah. Right. There, it gives people yeah. a high. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm just saying, I, I, I think it's a cool, different way of looking at money as energy. Money is, you know, you're making things happen yeah. with that. So I guess, I mean, again, I'm not some kind of expert, and I'm not saying I am. We're just sharing some knowledge that we've got with the freaking audience. Yeah, and I know? think, too, that that another thing that kind of, they didn't really kind of say it, but I just, I was thinking it in my head as they were kind of describing this whole concept of, of a different way of thinking about money, and that is our, our value, our own individual value of money isn't the same as everyone else's. For example, um, like a lot of times, like, you know, we, you and I have created online courses, and we've always kind of talked about our, the price point, what should we charge for it? And oftentimes we say, because you and I, to, to you and me, $100 means something different to somebody that makes, you know, you know $500,000 a year, right? Um, yeah. 500, somebody yeah. that makes $500,000 a year looks at $100 way differently than you and I look at $100, Right. And, and so every, sure. every time we're talking about trying to place a dollar value on the work that we do or basically evaluation of the work that we do, we're always looking at it in terms of what we would consider it to – what we would consider the value of it to be based off of our perception of the value of money, right? So and, – and I yes. think that's where a lot of people get hung up over trying to price a product is yes, you've got to be in line with the market. I mean, I, I, I was looking at books the other day on Amazon and somebody had listed a book on Amazon for $4,000. Like, may, okay, maybe somewhere, somebody in the world like would consider that a good deal. But most people are not going to spend $4,000 on a book. $4,000. Because it's, not, buck, even a, it's right. not even like a, it's not a vintage book. It's not a museum quality book. It's like literally you, you can click on the next ad below it and buy the exact same book for twenty four ninety nine. So what makes the, the one, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like the guy know. that is selling the, the half eaten uh, sam- uh, cheese sandwich because it got an image of Jesus in it. Remember that? <laughs> selling that yes. shit on Amazon for like $3,000 or whatever it was. Like, yeah, somebody is going to find value in it. But I just think that, that, our relationship with money is based off of our experience with money. And I think if, if we, if we're find a way to be willing to let go of that relationship based off of our past experience and start looking at ways to develop a new relationship based off of future 
maybe future uh, unrealized experience with money, then I think different things are, are possible, right? It's about opportunity. Um, because yeah, we talk sure. about opportunity when it comes to other things besides money. If you're not willing to put yourself out there, we talk about self-branding. We talk about, you know, people are nervous about getting on to doing a podcast because they're afraid of the way they may sound or they're afraid of the way people may perceive them or think of them. And you know what I mean? Like we've been able to overcome that hurdle. Uh, but for some reason, in a lot of ways, you and I haven't been able to overcome the whole money hurdle, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. Interesting. It's just very, very interesting. It's an interesting topic uh, because, you know, it's it's a different conversation about money. There's plenty of people out there having conversations about, you know, this is how you should save your money. This is how you should invest your money. This is, And I get all that. That's important, too. But I think before you even have that conversation, you really need to understand that your own relationship with money right yes for sure so uh yeah man i i uh i did put uh, her books in my next queue for audible so that'll be the uh the next book that i'm gonna listen to good stuff and if you are as well then that that would give us something to converse about in future uh anchor podcasts right so uh, there you go, man. Good stuff. It's fun. Yes, sir. Are you at work? Fun You're stuff. at work now? I am. I am. Well, go. You can hear me walking in out of doors. Go, go earn that. Go earn that mighty dollar, sir. Oh, Jesus Lord. Yeah, this is a transference of energy if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Trading time for money? <laughs> yeah, man. Yes, sir. For sure. All right. Well, so, you have a fantastic you too. day, man. You too, sugar water boy. Yes, sir. All right. All right, man. Bye. Take care, guys. Peace.